The Laura Loves Yoga podcast is about taking our yoga off the mat and into our day-to-day life. As well as sharing lessons from yoga, I'll be shining a light on special guests who care about holistic health and wellness, talking to entrepreneurs who have started businesses that align with their hearts. Join me, be part of this community of like-minded souls. Let's dive in. Isn't it amazing when people come into your life when you really need them? My next guest is one of those people, Emma Smithies. She is great, she's so interesting, and I can't wait to share this episode with you and for Emma to share all her wisdom. Emma, a huge welcome to you for joining me. Thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Laura. It's so lovely to, to be here with you and yeah, just talk all things moon. <laughs> I'm so grateful that you're here. So let's set the scene. Um, just a few months ago, the UK goes back into a full lockdown and I'm thinking, uh, oh no, this is going to be a long winter. But then my friend Kelly, who was on the podcast quite recently, suggested that I join Emma's moon cycle, uh, circle. Yeah. And wow, I'm so pleased that I did because it's been amazing. And that's why Emma's here because I wanted to share all her beautiful wisdom it's just been absolutely wonderful so we're going to be talking about talking about that and living in alignment with the lunar cycle and lots more but I think we should get to know Emma a little bit before we get into that so I was having a look at your website which is andflow.yoga you describe yourself as an old hippie which Mm. made me smile I love that absolutely absolutely yeah always have been yeah and you speak about being a free spirit, a spiritual junkie, and a wandering nomad in your early years, which I completely relate to. So, Emma, do you want to just share a little bit more about you, who you are, what you do, your passions, and how they've led you to do what you do? I would love to. Thank you. So, um, where to start? Um, I grew up in North Devon. And I grew up surrounded and immersed in fishing and farming communities. So I lived by the coast. Um, I then moved a little bit further down the cragged coast to North Cornwall when my mum moved down when I, just before I went to uni and met some amazing people who, you know, still to this day are very much my, my roots, you know, my family. They gave me my moral compass. They're amazing, amazing people but it is very normal for them to be governed by the laws of nature and surrounded by cycles and live by the power of Mama Moon. So when I escaped and and came up to the city, I found that whilst I had so much fun as a younger person, um, that urban environment physically because of the pollution and the light pollution you can't see the stars and the moon and you aren't surrounded by that outdoor space as much as perhaps my heart yearned to be um it always used to make me laugh in in london as soon as the summer started and everybody would go to the park and and lie in the park in their bikinis and you know not that there's anything wrong with that but it was just to me i was just like wow okay this is i'm not i'm not used to this you know So for me, it's always been something that's been inside me, you know, I, I work and I love working with the the turning of the wheel, you know, and the changing of the seasons. Mm. And for me, 
I think that's one of the many gifts of the many lockdowns <laughs> that we've all experienced yes. um, is actually having that opportunity and that abundance of time to have that direct daily connection with Mother Earth. So me and the girls, we live in Epping Forest now, which is beautiful and I love it. And it's somewhere that we've raised our little girls and it's very dear to my heart. And, and that's another thing from lockdown is that I've really found my roots here because I've had the time to really be at one with the outside here. And every day we go to the forest and we have our tree that we hug and we say hello to and we sit under and we always we always give him a little pat or a little hug as we walk by. And I've taken a photo of him every day and then plot it through the year. And it's beautiful, you know, it's a really lovely thing to do because you see them surrounded by snow in the depths and the slumber of winter. And then you yeah. see them as the, the spring starting to emerge and the little buds on the tree. We were in there yesterday and I looked up to the blue sky and you could see all the tiny little buds just starting to emerge on the top of the branches and it's gorgeous. So yeah. having that, that direct connection mm -hmm. with Mother Earth for me gives me such comfort and joy. And it just, we are surrounded by so many cycles and circles and phases. And you know, you know this from the, from the moon circle. I just, the more you go on this journey and the more that you appreciate and observe and realize that we're surrounded by circles and cycles and phases, it's mind blowing, you know, and you just start to realize everything, you know, from the cycle of our breath, from the daily cycle, from the, the turning of the wheel and the changing of the seasons, our circadian rhythms, you know, mm -hmm. asleep when it's nighttime, awake when it's daytime, our hormonal cycle, our fertility cycle, the life cycle, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's amazing. It relates to absolutely everything. But for me, it's something that I think has always been inside me and like I said it's growing up with that farming and fishing communities that fish by the moon they they farm by the moon and you know, a lot of my my besties at home you know they're, they're big they're big blokes you know they're alpha male blokes you know they don't take any nonsense and you know they're not fluffy I love them dearly I say that with love <laughs> but to them it's completely normal and it's one of my absolute favorite things to do is to sit you know, around a campfire under the stars, you know, maybe of a summer when we've gone home and we're camping and, and talk about the tides mm -hmm. or the moon or the farming. And um, yeah. so, yeah, it's just something that's, that's natural and, and comes naturally and is inherent to me. But as women, I think it's an absolute game changer if we learn to explore these natural rhythms, the natural ebb and flow of how we live and what triggers us and that yeah. time that we know, you know, we have more energy or actually it's a time to lean into rest or mm -hmm. it's a time when we're probably gonna be a bit emotional or perhaps less tolerant um, than we might be at other points in our, in our cycles and in the month. And when we learn to embrace that and we work with that, it's a game changer. It's oh, a absolutely. game changer. Absolutely. And I have to say, I agree with everything you said. And we've really been forced to experience the seasons in a, in a much slower pace. Yeah. Because like probably most people, I was just go, go, go running about after the family. 
and with that slower pace I really noticed life around me in a, on a far deeper level you know I, have you ever had um have you ever bought or put on your bookshelf the almanac I do have that yes isn't it a lovely I've, little book lovely yeah. little book full of ancient wisdom obviously changes and it's updated every single year yeah I got it at the end of um, 2019 for 2020 actually yeah that was the first time which yeah, is just such a lovely a lovely little book to have on your your bookshelf and it just tells you well you know you've got it you know all of the things the 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 flowers in the hedgerow each month and the the moon times and the what to plant and what to reap and what to sow it's that ancient wisdom isn't it you know that that wisdom that is passed down from our ancestors i i do a lot of work and i love the whole idea of walking in the footsteps of our ancestors and I love, I love a stone circle or a burial mound or a, when I was younger, my first, my first passion, and it still is, is that of being an archaeologist. I really, really wanted to, to go off and, and be an archaeologist. And then very quickly, I, I realized that it probably wasn't that sustainable as, a, as an earning, um, as, a, as a living. Um, but that was definitely the motivation for a lot of my travel in my younger years. You know, I'd, I'd want to go off and discover and explore the, the ruins of Machu Picchu or Angkor Wat or, you know, so I'd put a backpack on my back and off I'd go. And um, a lot of those times, actually, it's when I discovered incredible yoga. You know, you'd, you'd stumble across some amazing yoga shala in the middle of the deep jungle or something and it's just at this point the sound went off at my end and that put an abrupt end to that part of our conversation but we then uh, got back online again we were chatting and we were discussing our love of the moon as we're recording this actually we are kind of experiencing the full moon aren't we so last night literally looked, right now yeah it looked absolutely yeah. glorious the sky was clear stars were out and I honestly I love nothing more than just like walking and gazing at the moon I was out with my family and they're all ahead and I'm dawdling in the background staring up at the sky like oh she's mesmerizing hey especially yeah. when she's full we yeah. went into the forest yesterday so um obviously full moon well not obviously full moon was this morning she peaked at 8 16 this morning so we are literally, you know, a couple of hours after that, we're rolling right off that, yeah. that energy now, which is that release, like, oh my goodness. And um, the, the lead up, the build up to a full moon. So the full moon is halfway through a lunar cycle. It's that peak of the lunar cycle. It's the crescendo, the crest of the wave, the very top of our inhale. You know, when we feel that we can't stretch or expand anymore and I think at the moment that is also quite um, connected to how a lot of us feel on a scale. You know, we've been mm -hmm. in and out of lockdowns. We've been in the pandemic now for, you know, quite some time. Um, and the collective energy, yeah, is, is quite low. We're all feeling on a scale, absolutely, but, you know, quite depleted. So the lead up to this full moon for me, and I think for, for a lot of us has been quite intense. And you often, we were saying before that you often um, can have disrupted or restless sleep in the week before a full moon. You can have really weird, vivid 
wacky dreams. Um, some lunar cycles, you can have real tension headaches. Um, everything mm. comes to the surface at the full moon. And when you look at the full moon, it's just, it's mesmerizing, you know, she's huge. Yeah. And this full moon is in Virgo. So it's, it's earthing energy. And um, Kirsty Gallagher, who, you know, I, I talk a lot about in the moon circle and she's a, a selenophile, a lover of the moon, who I think's awesome. She's just brilliant. You know, her book, Lunar Living is really easy to pick up and read and dip in and dip out of, but I just like the way that she makes it so relatable, you know, and, and real. And she, I don't know if you saw, she did a post this week and it really made me chuckle. It resonated so much. She said that perhaps this week at points your mind has felt like an internet browser with 20 yeah. windows open, three frozen and some random music on in the background that you don't know how to switch off and it just made me roar because yesterday I literally was like a headless chicken I was on my laptop and I was doing this then I was doing that and then I was you know flitting around yeah. no, nothing focused lots and lots of energy but none of it really achieving much or, or going anywhere and you know that that's quite often in the lead up to a full moon you have this this peak of our apart uh, the peak of our prana our upward and outward mm -hmm. flow of energy so depending upon the season that we're in depending upon the lunar cycle and where it falls in in the year yeah so say for example if we are in a lunar cycle that crosses the summer solstice it's the time of festies and barbies and weddings and parties and long days and you know being outside balmy summer evenings and and you're social you know your your energy is outward facing you know you want to sit and laugh and chat and socialize with your your friends and your family and your loved ones you know we really want to do that now but we can't you know people come but um that energy yes it's still that same energy but it, it it will be slightly different or muted if it's in a different part of the year so if we're you know now we're we're coming out of this what feels like the longest winter ever known um mm -hmm. you know and the really long slumber of winter but you still have that build up of energy around a full moon that dynamic energy and outward force and flow of energy mm -hmm. but sometimes yeah it can feel uh, frenetic and a bit scattered and a bit crazy and a bit um just all over the place really and sometimes not that pleasant actually you know you you've got that that kind of fizzing buzzing sensation um oh you know you're oh i've got i've got this i've got that but you're not you're not really calming or breathing or focusing and you're not achieving anything so the the virgo full moon which is right what we're rolling off now is that earthing grounding energy um so yeah great time to get outside and just you know be be at one with mother nature so me and the girls went into the forest yesterday afternoon for hours actually and it was lovely it's just yeah. the oh okay there we go and we came back from the forest and there she was in the sky mama moon in all her glory really low yeah. really beautifully full and bright and illuminated and just wow you know mesmerizing so yeah she's um she's incredible and the more that we learn to live in flow with her especially as women you know, we are, what, 
68 to 73% water as well. The gravitational force and the pull that the that the moon has on the the oceans and 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 the 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 oceans of the sorry the surface of the ocean. So you think as the as the moon orbits, her her gravitational force is so strong she pulls the surface of the ocean, you know, making it bulbous, pulling it to water. That's not an insignificant amount of water. And that's, you know, that's our tides twice a day, every day. So, of course, when we have that much water, of course, it's going to affect us. And I think it's so useful to be aware of all this because it explains a lot, doesn't it? Because especially as females as well, we talk talk about our emotions being all over the place and um, up and down and all the rest of it. But we need to know that that's normal. Exactly. Okay. And that's what's so lovely when we come together in community, you know, yeah. in these these moon circles. And it's just beautiful because sometimes we can be held hostage to our emotions, you know, and emotions are just energy. They're just energy in motion. Yeah. But we cling and we grip to them, especially the more negative emotions. Yeah. You know, ever had that that situation where you're replaying a conversation or a row or a mm-hmm an awkward moment days after it's happened yeah i can't believe they said that i mean did they really and you're still replaying it you're still gripping onto that emotion and um and sometimes especially around the lead up and the build up to the full moon you know you can definitely feel out of sorts and you can definitely feel not yourself and a little bit like oh just burst into tears over an episode of friends well you know why am i you you have that level of awareness that you know you're not being rational or thinking like you normally would yeah but when you're in community and you're in these beautiful moon circles it's just so comforting and reassuring to know that you know there's one moon and she governs us all yeah. and we're all going to be experiencing the similar emotions and ebb and flow of our energy and our mood and our creativity at the same time exactly should we talk Uh, about what we could do to support our well-being and attempt to live more in alignment with these cycles the sorts of things we might do or um things that are going to help us during each phase i think a lot of it comes down to this you know me i talk a lot about the journey of inner wisdom you know and that for me is is an absolute game changer if we can equip ourselves with the tools that we know what to expect and when it's coming and what will trigger us and when we're going to have more energy and when we're going to need to lean into rest then we can schedule and plan our lives around that yeah i mean it's not always going to be great you can't probably turn around to your manager and say yeah no 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 i can't do that presentation today it's the dark moon i i'm very lucky um in that a lot of my colleagues do love and support me as a hippie and they and they are very aware that I will often you know come out with things like this but uh (laughs) you know it's all a scale isn't it and um but you know things like even if you've got say you've got a big presentation at work and yeah you can't move the date it is what it is and but it falls during the dark moon phase and the dark moon phase is the is the end is the death of sorts it's the completion of the face so it's that, that liminal space between the ending of one lunar cycle and the beginning of the next lunar cycle so it's that receptive stillness it's really a time to be still and to be completely 
inward turned and introspective and going into our inner world so it's when we're we're still and we're quiet and we allow our our inner crone our inner wise woman to emerge but you know hey you've got a massive presentation that falls on the same day what can you do but even just having that level of awareness that at the end of it you are going to feel wiped out Mm -hmm. you know so actually don't then plan a massive family meal at the end of it or you know some other social gathering where you're having to give your energy out come home or log off and just have a really chilled evening and have the the big family meal in two or three days time when it's the new moon and it's the start of the new phase you know so just yeah just having those little for me as well you know as we do in the moon circle the moon mapping you know, that I think is is just such a simple and it also looks, you know, the patterns when you see them emerge. So the moon map, um, you know, as you know, Laura, is a, is a lovely circular graph, I suppose, really, isn't it? You know, and you you plot, you do a color meditation and you have a, a color for that represents to you high energy, normal energy and low energy. And then you plot each day through a lunar cycle, the, the level of your your mood your creativity um and your energy and it's amazing actually you know sometimes you think oh my god look at that and you do it for maybe you know i say do it for at least three to six months and then you see the correlation you see the patterns emerge look at that i get really emotional you know around the full moon or oh we always tend to have a row around the same time of the month you know just but it's that inner wisdom, isn't it? You know, knowing that, do you know what? Someone's going to really wind me up then or really get under my skin or things like knowing when is the time to be assertive in your communication. So actually, if there's something on your mind, you want to ask your boss for a pay rise or you want to um, have that chat with your neighbor that you know is going to be confrontational, you know, or you want to, you know, something that you have to assert yourself knowing when is the the time to harness your energy when it's the best time to do that. So next we ran into a little bit of technical difficulty through the wonders of video conferencing. So I went on to ask Emma about sharing information on the moon circle that I'm involved in and that Emma runs. So here's what she had to say. It's just something for, for any woman um, you know, any age, any chapter of their lives, any, you, you can come to a moon circle with absolutely no knowledge of Mama Moon whatsoever. Um, apart from obviously, you know, you'll know that she is in the sky <laughs> and you'll have, you'll have seen her at some point. Um, you know, or you can come with just a little bit of curiosity or you can come, you know, being a complete selenophile yourself, you know, and having tracked your moon journey for many, many years. And that's what's lovely. It's that exchange of, of wisdom, you know, and I, I love it. You know, it's my, my happy place, my, my joy, my, my sanity, you know, my coping mechanism. I, I absolutely love it. And we just, the last circle as well, especially Laura, when you were there, it was magical, you know, because I think the time that we are in, um, the timing was perfect. You know, it was the first new moon, the first lunar cycle of the year. 
uh, we were all in lockdown again. Um, you know, so we were in confinement. We were in that prolonged hibernation. Um, so sometimes those feelings as our emotions change and fluctuate and ebb and flow throughout the cycle, it was really comforting mm -hmm. when we're surrounded by so many variables and so much flux and so much change and shifting landscapes to have that as much inner wisdom as, as we can have, you know, oh, okay, yeah, that's going to bother me or, oh, that's going to, that's, that's cool. I can go with the flow in that bit, yeah. Don't ask me next week. Yeah. <laughs> we always open the, the moon circles at the new moon. Yeah, that's the, the, the start of a lunar cycle. So a lunar cycle lasts about 29 and a half days. You work through many phases within that, that lunar cycle and you can break them down into, you know, really almost infinitesimal parts. But generally speaking, you start, you always start with the new moon and each phase lasts about three and a half days. And then you'll move from the new moon and the new moon is the time of fertile darkness, you know, so you start and the, and the, the moon's not in the sky, she's, she's a daytime moon. So you start in complete darkness. Well, it's the same as when we plant a seed, you know, you dig a hole, you drop the seed in, you cover the seed, the seeds in darkness. But that that seed, that fertile darkness around it, the first movement that that seeds makes, it's not up, it's down. You know, it pushes that beautiful, strong taproot down. I don't know if you've ever grown runner beans or broad beans or sweet peas, you know, and their taproots are, are big, you know, they're chunky and they're, they're stabilizing, you know, they're the anchor. So from that, that strength, that downward force, that apana, they then can grow up. And that's what the new moon is. It's when our apana, our downward force and flow of energy is at its peak. So it's a time to, to look inwards and it's a time to be with yourself and it's a time to plant those seeds of intention. So when we started, it was the first new moon of the year. So we did a lovely meditation, didn't we, that took us right up to the end of the year. And then we came all the way back with each um, each celebration as the as the wheel turned, didn't we? So we mm -hmm. visualized winter solstice and autumn equinox and summer solstice and spring equinox. And, and it's, I think it's lovely to, as you plan backwards, you know, you visualize your dreams and your, I hate the word goal, it's very linear and very masculine, mm -hmm. but you, you visualize your, where you would love to be at the end of the year. Yeah. 13 new moons later, you know, so 13 opportunities to start afresh and to, to plant new seeds. Where do you want to be? And then by bringing it forward and seeing as the wheel turns and the seasons change where you want to be at each of those those crossroads, at each of those intersections. So you're breaking it down into chunks and then actually, oh, OK, so now right I know what I need to do I've got to do the research or read the book or listen to the podcast or send the email or find the course or crunch the numbers or start the savings or you know whatever it is for you and um and then obviously through the new moon we move into the waxing phase which is when we start to weave in the feminine archetypes that we work with which is such a beautiful lair 
of of inner wisdom you know we 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 start with the the maiden energy around the waxing so when when we leave the new moon the the moon then begins to build in the sky so we start with the crescent so the back to the right the horns to the left and it's the return to the light it's the ascent the build up to the full moon where we are today that halfway that midway point in the cycle so two weeks roughly into the cycle and so your energy is building you know your 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 maiden is emerging you know that and and at this time of year there's all the little green shoots are popping up and you can see it's beautiful blue skies down here today and, and, and sunshine, you know, but you can see the lightness is where we're beginning to return to the light. So it's, it's lovely. And um, your maiden is, it's nothing to do with age. It's nothing to do with, it's an archetype, which archetype I find a bit of a weird word. It's just think of essence or energy or personality or characteristics and your maiden is, you know, fresh, innocent, autonomous, wanting to get your voice heard, wanting to blaze a trail. Um, your energy is starting to, it's still inward facing, but you, you, you want to be heard. You want to mm -hmm. stand up for what you feel is right and you want to make your way in the world. So we pass the first quarter, which is equal light and dark. And then we continue to the full moon. So the, the second half of the waxing phase is the waxing gibbous when the she is almost full in the in the sky. So when you have a gibbous phase, the moon is is almost um, full, as in when you're ascending up to the full moon with the waxing phase, she's almost um, full and you know almost completely lit. And when it's waning gibbous, she's almost completely dark. Mm -hmm. um, and then we arrive at the full moon, you know, which is where we are now, that crescendo, you know, that, that everything to the surface. And that's when our mother archetype emerges and, and it's all you know, giving out that unconditional love. And it's not, again, it's not about being a literal mother. You don't have, it's nothing to do with having your own offspring. You know, it can be the way you nurture your favorite plants, the way that you love your community the way that you, you love your dog or your cat with all your heart, um, the way that you love a project that you've really put your heart into mm -hmm. and you want to see it, you know, sprout wings and fly and, and find its independence. But it can be, there's always a shadow to each archetype yeah. when we can go too far or when the energy comes out of balance. And, you know, sometimes we worked with this in the lunar cycle in our moon circle that because of where we are in the current landscape, it's very easy at the moment in our mother archetypes around the full moon to become depleted. You know, we're, yeah. we're, we tend to be, you know, those of us who are homeschooling, uh, those of us who are working from home, those of us who have got really, you know, crazy, you know, I'm thinking NHS or, you know, they're, they're, you're, you're, you're spinning so many plates. Mm -hmm. You know, and actually the constant three meals a day, the... <laughs> oh, I know. And snacks in between. Yeah. You know, you're, you're giving everything away without yeah. that self-care for yourself. Yeah. So and true. then when we pass the full moon, then, then we start the slow descent back down to darkness with the waning phase, which I love. I love, I love, I love. And um, 
and that's when we see our wild woman emerge you know that that phase and it can relate to a phase that you are in in your life as well you know those sisters those moon sisters amongst us who are maybe on the portal of perimenopause or menopause you know they they may relate more heavily to the wild woman but it's it's got nothing to do with age it's that that essence that energy of this is me I'm not I'm not gonna um take that anymore that's that's not cool dude you know I don't I, that doesn't align with me you know and you can be very assertive in your your communication and very liberated actually you know, we worked with the throat chakra, didn't we? And and speaking our truth, which can be really emotional, actually. Sometimes you don't realise um, how much you've stifled who you actually are or what lights you up, you know? And especially at the moment, I think, you know, because we're all in this weird holding pattern, you know, we're all physically in the same space. We're, you know, we we love our partners dearly, but you know, 24 seven, you know, <laughs> it's not necessarily, you know, always easy. No. And um, yeah, so then we come down, right down to the very completion and the end of yeah. the lunar cycle and the dark moon phase, yeah. which is that, that I touched on it earlier, that, that, um, that phase of complete receptive stillness, yeah. darkness that liminal space between the end and the beginning. And what we were talking about that, you know, we're gifted and surrounded by all of these cycles, the life cycle, our breath cycle, the daily cycle, and everything has to complete. Yeah. There has to be a death of sorts in order for there to be a rebirth and a beginning. Mm -hmm. You know, our, 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 our cycle of breath, I love the way that it aligns with the lunar cycle. You know, so the full moon is that, <gasps> that very top of our inhale and our lungs are full to capacity and then the waning is the exhale and the the dark moon is that very very end of our exhale mm -hmm. just before we start again and we inhale you know and it's um it's a lovely literal um representation of the of the lunar cycle is our the cycle of our breath you know because you, you, you can instantly get it you're like mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's yeah the inhale is that that way uh, that waxing that rise of the energy that fullness that rise in our our energy our our prana yeah beautiful i told you <laughs> everyone will say i told you she was full of wisdom and <laughs> things to share yeah just gorgeous and i should mention as well these obviously we do our beautiful yoga practice um when we meet in our circle and you guide us through everything and we're maybe journaling um maybe in meditation perhaps working with a mudra it's just really lovely and you also add so many special touches like i was so surprised i didn't expect this but you sent a package to us all before it started it was just amazing we got a little crystal i love the little cute moon bundles i get so into them i love them i've already got the next ones planned actually i was speaking to a woman so, uh, yesterday um yeah, I love I, I love the the creativity and um, uh, and I love the the experience, you know, because it's such a game changer, you know. So for me, it's just 
I'm so excited that you know you're coming on this journey because you're going to take something from it, even if it's just one small thing. You know, have a lie in when it's dark, moon. Yeah. Even if that's it, <laughs> I guarantee that will make your day that you have the lie in on the dark moon a more enjoyable and a nicer day. You know, and if that's you know the one thing that you take away from, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Exactly. But it's and I should say as well, because obviously we're in different parts of the country and I've been able to do this on Zoom. So one of the gifts of this time. The wonders um, of Zoom. <laughs> I know, I know. And I just suddenly thought, oh, wow, I hope I can still connect when when life returns to a new normal. Will I still be able to? I, I, this has been such a beautiful experience. Um, so the moon circle that we gathered on was the fourth moon circle is that right yeah I think so um and I've only been doing the moon circles via zoom since lockdown because of lockdown you know mm. that's the joy of it and um so the last one we had all of you beautiful moon sisters up in in Scotland we had uh, a person a, a moon sister in Germany Cornwall um so yeah, you know, I I will absolutely, you know, continue this this oh, journey. I'm so pleased. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so pleased. And that means it's yeah, not like, going anywhere, don't worry. Yeah. Yeah, like you said, it's not a it's not a closed group and, and no, welcome for other people to come along as well. So I'm gonna make sure that we um I share your your details, your website and so on in the podcast notes so people know how to get in touch with you and um yeah your social media pages too because you have some and it also is well, so when i send at the end of the course and i send around that list of inspo and reading recommendations and that changes every circle you know because there's always new stuff that i'm reading or someone i've discovered or the little cauldron that i brought last time i'm going to use that tonight that so tonight is full moon burn 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 um it's going to be full and um but I love that as a as a source of as a resource for us all, you know, yeah. and, and I really encourage it. It's, you know, it's a community. It's a circle. So, yeah, you know, yeah. share this. Um, I meant to say, yeah, you've always got book recommendations. You share beautiful um, pieces of writing and uh, music playlist as well. That we can listen to it's so um, you're just the gift that keeps on giving. As, as are all of you, you know, that's what I love about the, the community. And, and I love the fact that it really makes my day when I get a message from a moon sister. And, you know, she may have been from a previous, you know, circle, maybe from a previous life. And um, she says, you know, I've just done the, you know, the, the, the waxing phase and, oh, it's amazing. Or one of the moon sisters last, and she's been on every one, and she sent me a message going, I've, I've, I've got it. Oh, my God, I've got it. This, this, this. And I just love the fact that you can come back to these practices again and again and again. Yeah. So you're building up that wisdom because you're knowing physically what your body is looking for at the different phases with the different energy. You know, yeah. so when it's dark moon, it's not yang and dynamic, you know, it's mm -hmm. it's yin and restorative and nurturing, you know, and. And so when you build up these practices, then you move intuitively. Absolutely. Uh, and it's just, it's so nourishing. Uh, it's, um, yeah. 
it's like an act of self-care self-love oh, massively yeah absolutely yeah but to share that in safe space in community is um yeah it's it's beautiful yeah yeah it is. and it's reassuring because you can share things like oh I've been feeling a bit weird or yeah. you know just oh, so absolutely <laughs> absolutely What's this? and it's amazing when when one is a house of cards you know I don't know if you've noticed you know I, I will quite often I'll come on to the the whatsapp group or if we're actually in a circle at that point in time you know I'll start I always open the zoom room early so we have a little chat you know it's like how are you doing you know like oh my god I I've lost my mind this week. I can't stop crying. And it's amazing, actually, when you you offer that insight and you say something, everyone else will be, you know, on a scale, absolutely, you know, it's just, yeah, not coped this week or, you know, bad week. But it's lovely. You're like, oh, brilliant. We're all in this together, you know. Our ancestors oh. would do this. You know, they would retreat to red tents and they would uh, they would share their wisdom and retreat from the from the world and be in community you know and it's something that's been lost over time but yeah well thank you for doing your bit to recreate this beautiful thank uh, you for joining with your open heart you know we couldn't we wouldn't do this if we weren't all open to receiving this this wisdom and knowledge and we all bring so much you know to it so um thank you oh. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, and if yeah, anyone's been listening, they feel inspired by what they've heard, then you know where to go. Emma. Yeah, I'm always here. I love and also as well, if anybody has got, you know, anything that they do or any of their experiences. Yeah, I'd, I love to hear. I love to hear how people you know live in alignment with with the flow of, of Mama Moon. She is a gift for us all. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Emma. You're so welcome. Thank you. I've loved it. <laughs> Have a lovely day. I'll speak to you soon. So that's all, folks, for this week's show. Thanks for listening. Remember to follow Laura Loves Yoga on Facebook and Instagram. And if you'd like access to my online yoga classes and more, please join the private Facebook group, the Laura Loves Yoga community.